0: i didn't introduce myself for those of you that are guests today i I mentioned guests and welcome and everything there's a card in front of you if you'll fill that out and turn it into the welcome desk we have a gift for you for being here today Uh, just to thank you for being part of our christmas service today so fill that out drop it at the welcome desk Um, i'm pastor rick hayes of orchardville church and this is a great great group of people that you're sitting amongst this morning so if you're, you don't have a home church, you're here for the first time and, and you're not really going anywhere, I encourage you to get plugged into this family. Amen. Orchardville Church, amen. Yeah. This, is, <laughs> this, this, is a, this is home for a lot of people and we want this to be home for you as well. Uh, we've got great things all the way from our babies all the way up to our Oasis group. We've just got things for you to plug in and be a part of. And we're excited about what God's doing here and how he is moving in the church. This morning, just for a few minutes, I promise, it's going to be short. I want to continue and finish up on our series that we've been doing. Merry Christmas as we celebrate hope, peace, and today, joy. All right, we're going to finish up with joy today. My first scripture, Philippians 4, verse 4. And I know we have all the little ones in here today, and I'm perfectly fine with that. They're a blessing. So... We will get through this in five to 10 minutes. Somebody can cut me off at 10. I'll keep going. Philippians 4, 4. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Always be full of the joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. And there's, what's the difference between joy and happiness? What exactly is the joy of the Lord? Um, First of all, I wanna say that happiness is an emotion. Okay. That's, that's based off of things that happened to us, but I'm not referring to that. I'm saying, what is joy this morning? Um, I believe that our joy is not, it's not dependent on our circumstances. Okay. Our joy is not it. It's the ability to be content, believing that God is working all things out for my good, for your good. That's where our joy comes from. And there's a difference between joy and happiness, and while we all love the high we get from, from happiness, and, but true joy, true joy is steady and consistent. And, and you get it from experience with a little bit of heartache and faith mixed in there as well. That's where we get our joy. And, and does joy come from God? Absolutely it does. True joy of the Lord does come from God. And, and they, can be, they can be present at the same time, happiness and joy. But happiness, again, is based off material things or events, such as when somebody gives you a present for Christmas, that brings you some happiness. Or you graduate college, or you get a new job, or whatever it is, those things can bring you happiness. But we're talking about joy. Joy, on the other hand, is from God, and it runs deeper than that. It it can be present even in the unhappy times of your life. You can still have joy. Even when things get difficult, you can still have joy because God's love for us brings us this joy that we can always tap into, we can always have available to us. And as disciples of Jesus, we carry this joy with us wherever we go. We can change the atmosphere in a room because of the joy of the Lord inside of us. You guys don't believe me, but you can walk in And change the whole atmosphere of wherever you're at because the joy of the Lord is present in your life We carry that with us we have that and the more I know Jesus the more I experience joy When we wake up and we do the things that we know we need to do in order to keep relationship with Jesus stronger and stronger That's who we're striving to be like to be like, not to do, to do, to do, but to be like, I know that when I wake up in the morning and I read my Bible and I pray and I do all the things I worship, I spend time with the Lord, I know as I do those things more and more each day then joy is gonna come out of me. If I do not though, on the other side of this, if I wake up late, oh shoot, I can't read my Bible now, I just woke up late. Uh, I can't uh, can't listen to worship music because... Uh, Everything else is going on right now. I can't do what I need to do today to stay close to you, Jesus. You'll notice during that day or maybe at the end of that day that you're missing something. And you notice I did not spend time with the Lord today. And you'll notice that your joy isn't quite flowing out like it should be flowing out anymore. Anybody been there? On the days you make time to be with the Lord, you get that joy that comes out of you. You can't help it when you're with him. You spend time with him. But on the days you forget to do it, you're actually practicing idolatry. Because you're trying to secure your joy from yourself. I didn't have time, Lord, so I'm going to do this on my own today. So I've neglected the source of my joy. Where I get my strength for my day, I've neglected that And instead, I'm drawing on my own strength that day and doing things my own way. Just throwing that out there. But our joy has to be found in Jesus Christ. What's Nehemiah 8.10 say? The joy of the Lord is my strength. So for me, and this is probably the same for you, the pursuit of joy is the equivalent of pursuing intimacy with Jesus. As I pursue intimacy. As I try to get to know him and his heart and be like him more and more, more and more, that brings joy into my life. And and I've also found out that if I'm and I'm and I'm I'm almost done believe it or not If I if I have horizontal issues going on in my life, that's everything that's going on in the world Everything that's going on in my life my struggles Everything that's a problem for me right now in the here and now in my life is a horizontal issue I find if I have a lot of those then you can guarantee I have some vertical issues going on, too Does that make sense? Because if I have all these problems and things I'm dealing with and struggling with, then I'm probably not spending a lot of time vertically with the Lord. And it's hard to draw strength and joy when we're not spending time with him. So if I have this lack of joy in my life, it's because of me not seeing God for who he truly is. Me not seeing him for what he's done for me. Me not seeing that he sent his son to die for me, me not seeing that he's been gracious to me, me not seeing that he's forgiven me of so much. That's on me when I fail to recognize those things and not pursue him in this intimate way. And if I lose that perspective of who God is, it's easier for me to get depressed. It's easier for me to get weighed down because I'm not spending time with the most important person in my life. When we made that confession to Jesus, I surrender all, I give you my entire life We should mean it. And I want to spend time with you. And I can't lose that perspective of what God's done for me. Every single day I have to wake up and recognize that he is the source of my strength. You know, some of us wish it was just this. Let's just pretend this is a button. I know this is probably still on. Give me some joy. But it doesn't work like that. We can't just push a button and joy flows out. If you can, let me know. We have to invest in that relationship with Jesus. And I want to talk just just for another minute about quantity is tied to quality. The more time I spend with him, my quality of life increases. You guys are quiet today. The more time I spend with the Lord in quantity that makes the quality of my life better because I'm I'm getting that relationship with him. And it doesn't happen, I don't get uh, quality time and the quantity that I need by just a five minute devotion in my Bible app on my phone every day. That doesn't cut it. And I, I appreciate if you're doing that, that's at least something. I don't get it when I listen to a worship song on the way to work and I'm just so full of joy now. It takes some commitment, it takes some time, it takes some quantity. Uh, To get the quality that you're looking for in the Lord I need to spend a lot of time with Jesus to have that quality come out of it Does that make sense? In our darkest moments in life we've we We have to You know I can I could have you raise your hand if you're dealing with something right now But I'm telling you right now in your hardest moments in your most difficult moments You have to spend more time with the Lord Otherwise, things will crush you. Things will defeat you. Things will wipe you out. We have to spend time with the Lord and get that joy in Jesus. And when we do that, here is such a, the, the best thing about this is, if I will say, hey, Lord, I am dealing with some hard stuff right now. But I'm coming to you. I'm pursuing you. I want intimacy with you. I want closeness with you. As we do that, something shifts in the atmosphere, and God's presence overwhelms us, and we sense his presence, and we sense his peace, and we understand that as long as I'm serving the Lord, I'm going to have this joy in my life. I'm going to have this peace in my life, and he's going to walk with me. He's going to talk with me, and he's going to get me through this. Joy celebrate that joy as I do this. And I have joy today and you can have joy today because God is in control. If you look to anything else besides the Lord, you are out of, you're going to be out of control. Your life's going to be out of control. Just look at the world and what the world's doing right now. They're not looking to the Lord. Therefore we are in chaos But we as Christians, we as believers, we have the answer. We have the hope. We have the peace and we can celebrate the joy because we know that God is in control. If you guys will stand this morning, I told you I quick. But I feel like I said a lot within five to seven minutes this morning. As we bow our heads this morning. A lot of times on Christmas services, we, we, we see all the cute program and everything and, and we just go on home. But all through the week, I felt like i got to give an altar call. I, I've got to give that opportunity. I want to miss the opportunity for somebody to know the Savior of the world. And this morning, as... as, as You've come in here, maybe you've never been in church before. Maybe you've never been a part of a Christmas program. Maybe you've never experienced this joy and this peace and this hope that we're talking about this morning. I want to know that you can today. I want you to know that you can experience Jesus in your life. And you may up, you may be up against something really difficult right now. You may be really struggling. But you can have hope and joy and peace and the love of Jesus in your life right now so I'm going to give an invitation from the youngest to the oldest you know this world's messed up you know things are not good you know in your heart what you're struggling with you know in your heart that you wake up uh, feeling like life is pointless sometimes. Like we're just, we're just in this rat race and we're just doing what we do every day and then we wake up another day and if you're tired of that, Jesus is your answer this morning. So Father, right now, we just come to you. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the Savior of the world being born at Christmas. And what that means, Father, from the manger to the cross, what he's done for us, what you've done for us, God. Lord, I just want to open up the altars for anybody in here, Father, that doesn't know you as their Savior. And Father, all we have to do is confess with our hearts and believe on you and and speak the name of Jesus. And Lord, we're forgiven of everything that we've done in life that doesn't line up with you. God, you want relationship with us. You want to help us through each day, Father. So as we open the altars, we worship for a few minutes. If there's anyone in here, God, that does not know you. Father, I pray that they understand the reality. There, there is a heaven and there is a hell. And God, we want everyone. You want everyone. You wish that no one would perish, that would all would come to know you. So Father, right now we pray for hearts to come to you this morning. If there's anybody in here, Father, that wants to know you as their Savior, I pray they come to this altar and we'll pray with them, God, on this day that we celebrate Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Altars are open. If you need prayer, if you need salvation, Jesus is in the room.